My, my daughter, we were, we were driving around Wichita. And she's like, Dad, I have a question for you. It was, uh, you know, the day of. It was Sunday. She goes, can we go to McDonald's? Because I haven't had it since last year. I'm like, aww. <laughs> so <laughs> so we, my, her mom said no, but we, we were going to. But, yeah, you know, uh, all the New Year jokes and all that stuff. So oh, what would yeah. you do for New Year's, Dan? I uh, just sat around and listened to the fireworks in my neighborhood. That was pretty much it. Were you lighting them off again? <laughs> oh, man. It was pretty lackluster for us. I dozed off a couple times trying to make that midnight, and I, I barely did. Did you did you make it to midnight? Because I made it to eleven fifty nine. It's called it quits. Oh, I, I just made it there, and once I did, went right to sleep. Well, man, I tell you what, we have we have something exciting that's sure to wake everybody up, man. So I've been waiting for a while. Um, you know how you get those those times when you have to kind of stop and collect your thoughts and think about the wild ride that we're on. So oh, yeah. we've got a we've got an amazing coach that's coming on the show tonight, Coach Webb, uh, Coach Cassie Webb. We call her Coach Webb from Northwestern Oklahoma State University. She's a local yes. Oklahoman like us, Dane. So Rangers, um, yes, the Rangers, and we love everybody. Don't get me wrong, but when you're talking to somebody from the home state, it's just it's just extra special, you know. So yeah. um, I'm excited to get to break down the game with her. From what I understand, her first year taking over as head coaching duties, just a just a saint of a coach and a, and a gentle human being. So Without wasting any more time, let's get to it. I want to introduce Coach Webb. Coach, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Excellent. Doing well yeah. tonight. Dan and I are well, Coach. We uh, we appreciate you. Hope all, hope yeah. you had a good uh, you know safe New Year and all that. Anything exciting happen this week for you? Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Oh, you know, just a lot of family and friend time, really. Good. Yeah. That, that's what it's all about. But in yeah. your little tiny two week off season or whatnot. <laughs> so. Right. <laughs> so, soaking it all in for we we hit it pretty soon. So we're yeah. excited though. We're excited to get into that. So, Coach, a little breakdown of how this works, okay? So, Dane and I, we go through some some questions back and forth. We like to uh, – we've compiled over the years um, deep thinking stuff that our fans and our, our our peers have brought to our attention that we like to ask these coaches. So, we've got a few questions for her that we'll bounce back and forth. Then we'll have a little fun with what we call rapid fire. Then we'll go into kind of what's next deep level stuff, and then we'll give you some time to kind of preach to your audience, okay? So Yeah, sounds great. Awesome. So, first question, Coach, I take this one. When you're looking at coaching, whether it's here – Obviously, the journey of when it started and whatnot. So before this, where did it all begin? When did you first start coaching um, in your life? You know, like college coaching obviously took off after I graduated. Um, I've always known that I wanted to coach. So, you know, I kind of got my feet wet when I was in high school, really coaching some, you know, smaller travel ball teams and younger kids. And I've always done lessons. My dad is really big into it. So it kind of just is in my blood. I mean – it's always what I wanted to do. I always told my mom I wanted to teach and coach. And, you know, my mom's a, my mom's a teacher, now a principal. And my dad okay. has always been a coach. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of a thing that, you know, it was just in my blood. It was inevitable. So I have heard that. Yeah. So your, your blood type is coaching, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and where did you play when you were growing up? Like high school t- ball? Yeah, your high school ball. Yeah. So I'm from Davis, Oklahoma. Um, small town, class 2A. Um, but I was always – I played for the Oklahoma Forest, 96. They're pretty competitive team. So, we kind of traveled everywhere. But, you know, we we kind of really strive, my dad and I, to get, you know, the local small towns kind of involved, involved in, like, the softball community and try to get mm-hmm. the teams formed. And, you know, obviously so we could have successful high school teams and everything. So, you know, it just – 
Well, I tell you what, I don't it's, know. Uh, it, you definitely um, you're modest about it. You're you're you're. Your legend and your presence is huge. When we announced that you were coming on, my phone would not stop like blowing up for days, Coach. I'm like, hey, Coach is coming on. So, Coach Webb. So, um, you know, we know about those small towns. Zane and I are from a little town called uh, Chickasha, Oklahoma. So, right outside of Lawton. So, we know exactly about small towns and the the family's nothing like it. I mean, there's no no mistaking a small town camaraderie and how everybody bands together. Everyone's at everybody's game. So, Coach, you're talking to, uh, we we get it, man. We're we're right there with you. We know exactly where we are on the map. And um, it's, it's good talk to a fellow Oki. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. There's nothing like some small town love. Oh, yeah, and, and whenever you were growing up, is softball the only sports you've played or did you branch out and play other sports growing up? So, yeah, I played basketball, actually. Um, <laughs> that was kind of my escape, you know, when you're young and your dad's shoving it down your throat all the time and you kind of want to <laughs> rebel. And I always thought my favorite sport was basketball because of that. And it definitely wasn't. Um uh-huh. I did, I did do track a little bit just to kind of get out of school. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, <laughs> Kids don't listen to that. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, did, coach, you there? So with the, with the track stuff, so you did, you did, was that all at the same time, Coach, the track and whatnot? Was it parallel to playing softball? Or? Yeah, so kind of, I guess. I, I tried to run to kind of stay in shape, and that's kind of mm-hmm. why I played basketball and everything too. But – I needed those escapes. I know every fellow softball player understands like when you're trying to get recruited, it's nonstop with, you know, my dad used to drive me to lessons every single Wednesday to hit with coach uh, Trip McKay, the old OU softball coach. So we, yeah. we had a good relationship with him and, you know, I would get done in the fall springish time with basketball practice. And I know the high school coaches don't agree with this, but you know, I'd have to skip out on basketball practice sometimes mm-hmm. at the very end to go, to my hitting lessons, but yep. at the end of the day, I knew it was going to pay for my college and that's what I wanted to do. So it's kind of sure. some risk I had to take. And I know there's a lot of opinions on that stuff, but it's just, I didn't really have a choice, you know? So no, yeah. we, we think more, more so Dane, wouldn't you agree that more coaches have said, do exactly that, do what multi-talented, multi-athletic, that only helps make you better in that sport. So I don't right. think we've had anybody say no to that recently. What do you think, Dan? Right. No, not at all. A lot of them encourage that uh, multiple sports. It kind of prepares yeah. you and your muscles and your awareness on a different level. Now with doing that, softball it was that the determining factor that made you choose to play softball going forward um I would I would say so I mean obviously my dad was a heavy influence with that I mean he knew before even I did I guess what I was really good at and Mm -hmm. you know kind of more I'm I'm five four and like and a half and there's no way I'm gonna go on a basketball scholarship so (laughs) You know, it kind of was a deciding factor for me. Although I like have a dying love for basketball as well. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. Softball is my bread and butter, and it, it always has been. So, well, I may challenge you to that, which I, I respect your decision. But the great Muggsy Bugs might disagree. Yes. <laughs> just, just for, no, I'm just kidding. But no. So that's awesome. So the the full on when you look at that uh, kind of transitioning. So obviously multi talented, multi athlete, and that's something we see a lot of, right? Um, I may already know the answer to this, but it sounds like I may. When you're looking at influences in your career, you know whether it's coaching or your athletic career, uh, all growing up, who's been that biggest influence in your life so far? Yeah. So obviously my dad. I mean, I've talked about him nonstop. He's mm-hmm. we have a just an amazing relationship and. You know, I don't know. We have our bumps and we have that stuff too where I'm like, Dad, I just don't want to talk about softball right now. I just want to break. And he just loves it. He eats it up. It's constantly he's 
he's constantly on his phone. I don't know if you know anything about my dad, but he is an assistant coach at Seminole State College. So with Amber Flores. Oh, really? Um, oh, okay. I did. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's it's all it's constant of him showing me swings and talking about this and talking about that. And sometimes it's like, hey, like, you know. But I know, like, that burning fire. I can see it, and it gives me excited because he loves it so much, and it you know it gives us purpose and it it bonds us. And mm-hmm. I mean, just us driving back and forth all throughout me growing up from middle school to high school to there's so many lessons you don't understand. Like mm-hmm. you, they're spending so much money. You don't really get it at that age. But now I see like, yeah. even my mom, how much, you know, that, that influenced me now that, you know, they knew what they were doing at the time. I might've been upset about it, but <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's my best friend along with all of my family. My mom is a huge influence as well on so many different aspects, but softball wise, my dad kind of sparked that for me. I mean, yeah. I would be five years old, sitting in the living room we'd be playing playing catch with a sock ball just back and forth you know um i would get up at 6 a.m and hit off the hit away before school back when the wow. hitaways were a thing wow. i remember that I mean, yeah like, <laughs> yeah yeah so i was a it was that was my childhood growing up um there's lots of little things you know like that but it's really bonded us and it's super special and you know, I hope to eventually coach with him one day. I think that'd be really, really special. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a dad, a dad and daughter, uh, attend. Oh, that's cool. Be, yeah. So. yeah. Oh yeah. Do Do you bounce a lot of things off of him whenever you're doing drills and things with your teams? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Me, we both do honestly back and forth. Um, he's, he's a really, really good hitting coach. He studied that's under cool. Trip McKay. Yeah. So he's a, He's got that. I remember going to lessons and everything growing up. Like I said, a million times, he would ask coach McKay a ton of questions about that. He just ate it up and like did his mm. research and, you know, just, just really loves it that much. So really, really invest in it. And I'm more of like the de- defensive aspect of everything. So he'll mm. ask me drills and catching drills and stuff like that. We'll kind of like cooperate on that stuff, but yes, I mean, we, we have a really tight relationship. So it's really cool. I love it. That's I love great. it. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, now looking ahead to this next season in 2023 at this uh, this new school here, what do you yeah. see going forward for you guys, uh, record wise, or what are you hoping to accomplish this year with the team? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of talent, and that's the thing I've been trying to get through to my team now is that they don't know that they're talented; they're just mm-hmm. kind of roll through the motions a little bit, and I'm trying to build that you know burning desire to win and find that grit that it seems to be harder to find in this generation but you know I'm more old school and I know I'm a young coach but I am gritty I'm not a yeller or anything like that I believe in hard work and Mm -hmm. you know we have a lot of like small town kids that I think if we band together enough we can get those blue collar kids that those are the ones I want on my team Mm -hmm. and to win games and stuff like that so talking as a small town kid that is it's it's different and I know you guys understand being from a small town and everything mm-hmm. too um it's just a little different but I mean I see a very successful season I mean I tell our team our goal this year is to make the conference tournament it's no secret they never have in the past before um but we got a couple of good transfers in we have a lot of returners I brought in a lot of good kids and there's a lot of there's just there's it's there the, the family the family aspect is there. And I think that's, that's the first thing. And, you know, trying to get them to buy into me, um, Mm -hmm. obviously was, it's a challenge too, because they came in so late, but they are buying into me and, you know, they're just, they're really good. They're really good people. And I, 
I love being around them every single day. They teach me so much. I teach them so much. So we kind of, we're good. We're good together. And I'm really, really excited. I think we're definitely going to be successful this year. So that, that's a, that's a huge, and then transitioning for a second, that's, you know, a couple of things that come to mind too. And Dana, I talk about this growing up in a, in a small town, there's a, there's an awesome chip on, I say it in a positive way, that chip on your shoulder, mm-hmm. which we love, yes. we love, you know, yep. even now yep. we're, we're not, we're not in this gigantic, we, we, we migrated to Kansas and we're in Wichita mm-hmm. now. And even yeah. that there's a, you know, people come from Ada and all over the actual, you know, South mm-hmm. to play. And there's a, there's a, a positive chip on your shoulder yeah. that I think helps give you an edge, you know, that um, mm-hmm. don't, don't sleep on those, those smaller towns. And the, the softball yeah. presence is actually, there's a lot of times there's more gold mine and more talent that you just maybe not seeing on TV or as much that so this is what this is all about, right? Exposing those athletes right. that are every bit as good as the, yep. like, you know, in Oklahoma, it's the same. It's like, that's, that's what this mm-hmm. is all about. So I, I have no doubt that under your leadership, especially the way, like you said, we love old school. That's how we grew up, you know, playing <laughs> and learning. Yeah. Um, I think you'll do right. just fine taking these kids at next level. So we'll be cheering for yeah. you for sure. You know? Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, we do transition. Dan and I always love this part and we, we it's a running joke coach. I'll tell you, um, at this point, we, we do a little thing that's called rapid fire. If you've had a chance to listen to some of the other episodes, this is meant to make you laugh. These are like okay. low hanging fruit, easy stuff, nothing serious. Okay. So, right. but you have to answer with the first thing that comes out of your mind. Okay. So, oh my. Okay. okay? So, so it's called rapid fire. You ready? Okay. Okay. Ready. Okay. So. Who's the first celebrity actor that you'll call when, not if, when the zombie apocalypse happens? Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> okay. That was, <laughs> that was ready. Okay. So, what, <laughs> Danny, that's the Thor guy, by the way, Danny, in case you didn't know. So, <laughs> so, I have to take a moment for that one. So, um, okay. So, growing up, who was your favorite cartoon character? Ooh, Bugs Bunny, I guess. Okay, yes. that's good. I love it. So, um, a couple, another growing up question before I transla- translate into something else. Um, growing up, we all had our favorite TV show or different things, right? What uh, person was your first celebrity TV crush? Ooh. Or, like, I'll give an example. Jack- go ahead. Yeah. No, you go ahead. Like, go uh, ahead. my wife knows Kelly Kapowski was mine, so. <laughs> From Save on the Bell. <laughs> so, who's yours? Um, I would probably say Zach Efron, Prop of High School Musical. Okay. We're all in this together. We're <laughs> so, all in this together. I, I can dig it. Okay. So, um, what's the last spontaneous purchase that you bought? Oh, man. Oh, last spontaneous purchase I bought spontaneous can you give me an example like like i went to the store today and i bought i was i was going for staples and i bought a pair of jordans <laughs> as an example so <laughs> how I did do you get these all the time. <laughs> so shoes I maybe yeah okay yeah that's fine i do, I do that all the time i don't okay. know <laughs> we'll just say shoes we don't, we don't want to make it too deep right so the okay. la- last last one <laughs> so have you ever competed in a spelling bee no, I'm the worst speller ever. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> okay. No, no. Uh, me, me neither, Coach. I don't feel bad. Just a couple of fun, <laughs> easy questions, rando stuff we generate. So, Dan, I'll give it. Yeah. I'll give it back to you now, man. So, go from there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. All right. On this part, Coach, we kind of open the floor up to you. You know, to kind of uh, we call it our preaching section. Uh-huh. You know, is there a kind of a message we get a lot of younger listeners that are you know, looking to come to your level and, and 
in their softball journey. <laughs> is there any messages that you could pass on to them as far as mantras you go by or, you know, tidbits of information that would you know, kind of help them along their way psychologically? Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a lot of stuff I could say, actually. And we get we get asked that question a lot when we're working camps at the very end. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I think the bulk of the coaches always say it comes back to the heart and all that stuff, the basic stuff, like treat your parents right, obviously, like everybody knows that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But personally for me, like I want just a good human. Like I don't, I don't personally want the greatest athlete ever. Everybody wants the greatest athlete, but I want, I want the gritty kid that's going to work really hard and mm-hmm. work harder than the ones that are, that's the most talented, you know, um, I wasn't the most talented ever. Like I'm not going to get a power five school. I never was, you know, I was kind of more mid-major and, and below. And I, you know, you, you come out of high school and you have the big eyes because that's what society tells you. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'll give you an example. I was the first Division One softball player to go out of my town, just Division One in general. Huh. Um, and that was a really, really big deal. And, you know, I went to North Texas. And when I was trying to decide to transfer to wherever I was going next, I ended up at Seminole State than UCO. Um mm-hmm. Through that transition, I was more scared of, you know, what my town and what the people would think of me because I was going to be letting them down and stuff like that. You can't let that, you know, clog your vision for you. Like mm-hmm. a college softball scholarship is a scholarship, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, yeah. And you don't want to go somewhere where you're going to set for your whole career. You want to go where you can be valuable to a program mm-hmm. and help them out because I, I, there's no greater one than the other, you know? So, I mean yeah. – mm-hmm. I think that's where kind of like the vision with the travel, some travel book coaches, not all um, high school coaches. And just like I keep saying, society and everybody pushes you division one or nothing, division one or nothing. Like I love, I love, love, love Juco. I love division two. I love NAI. You know, I don't, we don't get a lot of experience with D3s here. And I love division one too. I love to sit back and watch division one softball, but you know, it's, you have to find your fit, you know? Yeah. And see, that's and coach. One thing, and I, I, I expand on this, but it kind of, I don't know. I like, I like the way you approached it because we have, you know, we talked about the audience and those listening. Um, mm-hmm. and, and statistically, even if you take D one, right? There's, there's so much. If you only focus on D one, there's girls that are going to miss out on a lot of good times. Yeah. You know, I don't. I mean, that that's if you only focus on one avenue. Ever, we've had several girls say, "Hey, our goal is have several schools and really have have a reason to play all mm-hmm. of them, right? Whether it's a D one or maybe not. It, you're only playing one team at a time, right? And that's the way I yeah. look at it, right. you know. And so when when you talk about getting to that national level, that's that's what we're all about. Whether it's a D one or maybe a smaller school, mid major, we don't we don't see that there should be a difference in the celebration of what this is about is celebrating, you know, when female athletes, softball yeah. in general, growing yeah. the sport. And to be honest, a lot of times you're going to see better quality games me and Dane talk about this all the time right sometimes when you're like watching a televised game and it's like all this stuff it's eh, it's kind of boring like you're gonna see yeah. actual better pitching right. and better better hitting in a maybe a not so televised there's less nerves less wiggles and things like that so right. i think you're spot on about the grit i mean dane would you agree am i, am I yeah honest oh yeah i mean like they say styles make matchups and everybody out there that's why you know we've heard that from a lot of coaches you know you know be get in where you fit in i guess yeah. is the short of it yes and, sure. you know, everybody's working hard and everybody's on that next level. So, you know, whether it's you start out at a JUCO and AIA or wherever you end up playing or whatever level, you know, it's it, it do it 
with a good heart and give it all you got is what yeah. you know everybody says to you and you're going to bring something great to this game and coach maybe dan and i like we see this because we watch about we talk about this all the time we watch about 400 games a month right and i honestly mm-hmm. mean this a lot of times the difference between uh, i know we're kind of maybe going off in the weeds here a d1 and not isn't the athlete it might sometimes just be downright exposure is what it is you know right. so um yeah. and those are the kind of things we see that man we've seen just as good of pitching and hitting tech techniques from yeah. the local junior colleges we have from oklahoma state right and that's that's the whole mindset of what we want to do here is showcase those athletes that are just as good but maybe just have a fine found that right camera to get in front of or whatever right you know so yeah. right, right. Um, and, and that's our mindset with what you're doing you obviously have the coaching personality the presence staying we could talk about this all day long your mindset behind yeah. having that true grip that's the same as what we hear from any other d1 coach you have that same philosophy and mindset and get it on attitude yeah. that i think you're gonna be just doing just fine this next season in my yeah. opinion oh definitely well, thank you. Yeah, that's <laughs> man. We're just kind of. We always say, Coach Dane and I learn more than our, our guests do every time, and that there's no joke here. It's like go out there, get it done, find your place, find your presence, use that true grit, which we keep coming back to, and um, and just win, right? So, and yep. that's the thing, you know, win one game at a time, right? So, yep. um, are you guys? We we expand sometimes, and I know some coaches are hesitant to say this, right? So, but is there? Every coach will say, obviously, wins are more important than off the field. And I, I respect that. But is there a mm-hmm. record that you guys – like, for example, our coach, we like to go, you know, above 500, say 20 for our season, 20 and twenty and 15 as an example, right? Is there a, a margin that you'd like to go after just, just for a benchmark or for the next season? Yeah, I mean, like like you said, everybody wants to be 500, and I think that's our goal this year. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said before, you know, we're shooting to make the conference tournament for the yep. first time in school history. So mm-hmm. – um, I don't know if you guys know this, but they used to be NAI about yeah. seven years ago, and they transferred over to Division Two. So mm-hmm. we're still kind of get our getting our feet on the grounds with everything. Um, but I definitely think this team can do it. And I, I think you know the first season out for me, if I'm not 500, it's it's not about me. It's just building them and getting them confident and reps and stuff like that, where you know we can get there and be confident with that in the future. Um, yeah. Oh, I think did we lose your coach. There we go. Yeah. Oh, I was just saying, um, it's not all about record and everything, obviously. I mean, it looks better for us as coaches, but mm-hmm. you know, we're we can still make the conference tournament and I think I told that goes, awesome. but you know, we're just gonna ride off of that and kinda go from there. And if we play every game, I always tell every single team that I coach, we're gonna lose our way and we're gonna win our way no matter what yep. the scoreboard says, you know. So that's so, kind of what we write off of, and that's going to be our motto this season. So I, I'm ooh, excited, I like and yeah. yeah. Win and lose your way. I'm taking that back, Dan. I'm writing that yeah. down. That's, that's good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Dan? <laughs> so oh, with this new position, is there a certain position that you like to work with as opposed to the other ones? Or do you just – I mean, I know you oversee it all being the head coach, but is there a certain position right. or a certain thing that you like to do on top yeah. of everything else? Yeah, I I love defense. I love me some defense, some infield. My infielders, we work really, really, really hard. Um, so I've kind of got to see it all. Um, my first year at Seminole State, I kind of worked with outfield a little bit. And then I was also with pitchers and catchers a lot. And then mm-hmm. my second year there, I was more pitchers and catchers. And then obviously last year when I was at Seward County, I kind of had foreseed everything like that. Um, mm-hmm. But this year we have four four people on staff now, so I can kind of focus more on my okay. infield. And so I, I just, I love infield and obviously hitting it's in my blood because my dad and everything. So we kind of pick each other's brains and everything, but infield's my bread and butter. So 
Man, I love, I just, man, coach, and I, I look up at the clock, I'm like, did it really pass 30 minutes just like that? So, <laughs> and, but the, the, the true grip, and that's, I, I keep coming back to this, is everything I've heard from you from the first second, and, with, and what I love, and I, and, I, and I mean this with the utmost respect and confidence, I love that you know your worth and what you're good at, and you're going to go out there and have a kick-butt season, and we, we know that, yeah, we can yeah. see that. So, I hope that we get to uh, uh, link and, and hope you're streaming everything. Um, are you guys, yes, any definitely. platforms that we can, what are you, you know, what are you guys using to stream? so we can make sure that we'll tag you and we'll be following yep. all yep. season, you know? They're just, I think it's like, I don't know what it is, but it's live streams on our schedule. So there'll awesome. be like a little video camera on demand and everything I love like it. that. So good. kind of just like everybody else's. And when does your season start, your first games? February 3rd through the yep. 5th. Yep. So we're going to go to Henderson State. So okay. for a little okay. tournament. I like all it. Right. Yeah. Man, we love to. Yeah. We, we're not that far from it. I know uh, we, we have a lot of, of, of things with our season kicking off. We're, shoot, we're about to be in the middle of uh, from February through July. So we get it, you know. Yeah. So we'd love to <laughs> get a chance to, if we're ever, you know, in the area. We're not too far from it. It'd be cool yeah. to have a camp or get together and hang out, you know. So um, our, our girls, we, we make them kind of like, uh, we, well, they do it willingly, but. Every time we have a guest that come on, we we like, hey, check out this coach and watch what they do. So they always they're always watching and yeah. learning little videos. Yep. So definitely, we'll be streaming it. We'll make sure that we'll tag that to the page as well, and uh, we'll be definitely training on all seasons. Yep, so definitely. coach, on, on behalf of yeah. Dane and I, and behind you know, formerly behind the plate now, Dane and Josh, still getting used to that. Um, we appreciate you <laughs> taking time to really break down the game with us, and uh, I, I've yeah. learned a lot. Dane, do you have anything in closing for coach? No, just thank you for joining us tonight and letting us, you know showcase you and yeah best best of luck with the season thank you so much yeah coach i can't wait to follow along again which we will do so coach on behalf of d and j we appreciate you we'll we'll be in touch many more times to come hopefully we can track you back down maybe mid-season for a five minute catch-up or whatnot i know the season gets busy so we'll follow you we'll we'll be we'll be promoting you we'll stream you and we'll be in touch very soon okay so oh it sounds great um, thank you so much thank you coach have a good day thank you dane man i I talk about this in closing day man what do you think about that true grit mindset you know yeah that's i mean with that kind of attitude and you know that kind of like you said grit is yeah. probably the best way to put it that, that that's the way to start winning she's she comes in i like when these coaches come in and, and there's such a big foundation around philosophy yeah. and hers is i'm going to do it my way whether yeah. we win or lose it's going to be and I, lo- I we have to have a leader you have to have a leader on the field, right? And so yeah. um, if, if nobody's running the ship, it's going to sink, right? So knowing yeah. that, hey, this is where we were, it's going to get better. And we'll look at our coaches. We take, for example, you know, you're working with Gray, who's one of the most winningest programs. And we have Coach Emma stepping in, the most yeah. winningest first year. They had to take the program, and this is – put their stamp on it, put their label, yep. you know? So yep. that's impressive, man, to me, that, that grit. I, I, I think they'll make it to the, the conference championships. Yeah, I do. I can't opinion. wait to so watch. We've been following her for a while, man. And when I told you, I was like, Hey, let's get her on. Like watching their yep. body of work and just wish she cares herself and the drills they do. It's shoot, man. They're, they're going to be ready come prime come February. So um, that, that was a good one, man. So we've yep. got one more tonight, Dan. Let me kind of circle for a second. We've got a lot of content in the month ahead. January is busy, busy, busy. We have so many interviews, um, whether it's coach, Steve from Texas or Snyder from Texas Tech. We've got Yogi stopping by from the band. Uh, I've got the whole set of Band of Bananas crew stopping by, uh, several of them. Maxwell and Chelsea from Oklahoma State and OKC Spark. We did confirm Alyssa Dalton from um, the Smash It Sports Vipers. Precious from, uh, from Georgia. Radio icon Phil Hendry's coming on. And just to name a few, Hope Troutwine's mom tops by next week, as yep. well as um, Toy Vidalis, the the uh, the Olympic player, 
and I can go on and on, right? There's many more besides that. Um, but we do have, Dane, one more special guest tonight that's going to come yes. on after this one. A mentor of mine, a local coach who worked for a very, very long time with local home athletics, uh, Courtney mm-hmm. Lawrence. His daughter now plays for 316 Elite, looking to go into Barton. Just a stud, man. Just a great yes. human being. So we're looking forward to breaking him down soon. So he's going to be next. Um, so we'll get to that shortly. On behalf of Dane and Josh show, we appreciate everyone listening. Hope you stay safe and warm and have a have a great rest of your evening. Thank you for listening. Thank you.